when you follow simply and always inspired action, that one action will outweigh 10 other actions that you take in your old paradigm. Welcome to the Personal Development Without the Fluff podcast brought to you by Satori Prime. Look, if you believe that there's got to be more to life or you find yourself zagging when others are zigging, this podcast is most likely for you. We're not here to fix you because in our opinion, you're already perfect. We are here to help you remember who you truly are. That light inside of you that you thought you lost forever. I think you know the one I'm talking about, right? That one. We're brash and blunt and give it to you straight. You'll most likely love us and hate us at the same time. And for us, that's perfect. Because what we are here to do is open your heart and expand your mind so you can live your ultimate life. And if you're wanting more support at any time or just want to interact with Guy and I, find our personal development without the fluff group on Facebook and come hang out with us and other like-minded, amazing human beings. So if you're done with fantasizing about your life and you're ready to go start living it, welcome to our show. Now let's get started. All right. So again, I'd love to start with just an amazing acknowledgement that someone wrote to us on iTunes and this person named Funk Yeah, which is an awesome name, wrote uh, with the headline, My Aha Moment. I cannot get enough of this podcast. Elon and Guy have ignited a spiritual awakening and realization exploration of self that I've been craving for so long. It's not just about inspiration. This podcast is a tool to better understand yourself and your role and others' roles within the universe. I've experienced a positive shift in my communication, relationships, professional advancements, and even parenting. I often find myself screaming, yes, 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 while listening. Thank you. And thank you, Funk Yeah. Reach out to me, Elon at satoriprime.com, and I will send you a wonderful gift. All right, and now let's get to the new show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Personal Development Without the Fluff. Today, we're going to do something really, really special. If you guys have been uh, listeners for a while, then you know that, uh, I don't know if it was two or three episodes now, we released an amazing, thanks to uh, Diana, who's one of our one-on-one coaches, in our uh, one-on-one clients in our Ascension program, which is uh, one of our elite one-on-one programs. You know that uh, she allowed us to release a recording of that training that we did. So we got some amazing, amazing feedback from so many of you thanking Diana for allowing her to release that and also for the wisdom that it uh, portrayed and what you were able to do with your kids and things like that. So I think what we were going to try to do more and more often is really give you guys a taste of the kind of work that we do with our clients um, that if you choose to join us, whether it's in the collective or the masterclass, Invictus or Ascension program, any one of the programs, um, then you kind of really know before you're even getting in there what it's all about. And so today and for the next uh, two episodes, because I've split this up into two because the training is a little bit longer, we're going to share with you a live uh, coaching that we did for a group of people. This is uh, something that we offer live where people can come in and ask questions and 
I thought the questions that were asked and the conversations and topics that were covered in this were just so on point to the human experience as a totality. You know, it's something that everyone can relate to. And so I wanted to share this with you guys to give you a better understanding of the kind of work that we do. And if you were to join, for example, one of our live coaching programs like the Masterclass, which uh, kicks off here at the end of March, then you'll have a really, really good understanding of what you're getting yourself into and the depth of uh, work that you'll be able to do with us. So we're going to jump right in. Uh, the layout is very simple here. People were asking us questions over text. So we're, we're going to read some of the questions live. And then Guy and I are going to give input. Obviously, when we're in a live setting with someone, we can go back and forth with them and actually have a conversation. So it allows us to go a little bit deeper, but this will give you a really, really good... There's just amazing wisdom in this one. So I really am happy to share this with you. So as always, I would love to hear your feedback on you know how this landed. Do you like this style? Do you want more of this style, etc.? And please message me at elon at satoriprime.com. All right, without further ado, let's just jump into the training. Hey guys, I'm looking forward to my first live coaching with you. Awesome. Thank you for being here, Claire. I'm really feeling, oh, that threw me. I'm yeah. really feel, I was like, what am I reading? Uh, let me see. I'm really feeling a shift in my business and love relationship, sort of an up leveling where I know big things are going to be coming, but I'm feeling a bit overwhelmed by all the things I want slash need to do to get there. For example, finding the balance between work funny and personal development work. I'm often pulled much more into the personal development work because it lights me up a bit a bit more and the thought of technology learning I need to do for my business is way less appealing. Got it. Sort of a pull between my masculine and feminine and the feminine is totally winning. Any recommendations? Um, you want me? You? Yeah, go for it. Okay. So uh, great question. It's something that I think many, many people struggle with. It's funny. We were just on um, one of the programs that we offer is, is something called the Masterclass, and we were just doing a training with the people uh, on it right before we got on here, and a lot of it was about uh, that distinction between the masculine and the feminine and creating harmony in the two. And I think it's really important to understand, first and foremost, that one is not better than the other. So for those that don't know what masculine and feminine energies are, I'll just give you like a really, really short snippet of what it is. Uh, masculine energy is the doing energy. It's the, any question that you ever ask how to do X, how do I, that, that is all from the masculine. The masculine is very effort oriented, very action oriented, doer mentality. Uh, just get out of my way. Let me do stuff. The feminine energy is very, very different. The feminine energy. So, so most of that, the masculine resides also in the mind. The feminine is much more in your heart and in your body. The feminine is grounded in uh, silence. It uh, is all about creation and allowing a beingness, a softness to it. But it also has an absolutely fierce ability to create and manifest. Um, now, the two work hand in hand with each other. So what you want to think about it is it's more like the feminine energy is there as the creative source right? Like the, the creator of, and then the masculine takes that creation and actually makes it manifest. So the act, then it's like, so where we want to get to, right? Ultimately is this balance of allowing for inspired actions to come through that come from the feminine and then having the masculine figure out how to make that reality. 
in the world. Okay. At the, the, the most basic, basic level, different people are wired differently. Some people lean towards the met, uh, feminine energy, some towards the masculine and has nothing to do if you're a male or a female. So this is not male energy, female energy. This is feminine and masculine. There's plenty of women who live in their masculine and plenty of men who live in their feminine and vice versa. So with that as kind of the backdrop here, Claire, I would offer you this, right? I think there's a place where you too can find a harmony in both. I think when any time in anything, by the way, this is whether it's in diets, relationships, business, I don't care what it is. Anytime the pendulum swings fully in one direction, you are out of balance. And that doesn't mean that it's bad or that you're doing something wrong. It's just that in that balance point here, the results come a lot more effortlessly and easily than when you're either here or here. So people who are too much in their feminine tend to be a lot, but do very little. And people who are in their masculine all the time tend to do a lot, but the doing doesn't produce the kind of results that they want in life. Most human beings, by the way, live in the masculine because we live in a patriarchal society where everyone's been taught like, this is how you succeed in life. You work really hard. You just grind it out. All that stuff. Like we've all been taught that. So it's normal for people to kind of be at the masculine end and then just trying to find their, their way here. Now, I don't know necessarily, Claire, that what you're talking about is uh, uh, like doing things for personal development or doing things more in the marketing technology world. I wouldn't say that doing things in, the, in either uh, would be feminine, right? Like if you're doing, you're basically in the masculine. What you're saying is that I enjoy more being in the personal development space than doing the marketing space, which, by the way, same here. Kudos. <laughs> yeah. and, and we, too, get to find the balance, right? It's like you can build the sexiest, most amazing car in the world. You don't got fuel. You ain't going nowhere. You're just looking at a car. So if right now for what it takes to build your business is, hey, to step out of my comfort zone a little bit and learn some new skills because I know that that's going to feed me then really what you get to look at is what's in the way, what's the resistance that you're feeling around doing that work. Cause doing that work can also be joyful and effortless and enjoyable. Right. But right now where you're at, it's like technology is bad. I don't like doing this. So you're avoiding that by possibly doing this. Okay. Now, one can obviously lead greatly to the other. Uh, Guy and I don't live right now in the world of uh, lots of doing. We really just do what feels amazing to us. Like we, we call it a fuck yes. So if it's not a fuck yes, we're just not doing it anymore. Uh, so we <laughs> have to live in the inspired action world. And we have found through our own experience, not through some books or teachings or anything like that, like through our as lived experience, that whereas before we were running around like chickens with our head cut off and producing X amount of results, today we actually work a lot less and yet we produce a lot greater results because we're in alignment and doing only that which is in our alignment and only focusing on those actions. So one of the greatest things, if you continue to work with us, that, that you will uncover for yourself is how to, instead of taking... 10 actions, you know, like the 80-20 rule, they say like two out of 10 actions that you take are actually going to produce 80% of your results. 
what if you actually had to just produce one action and it produced 10 times the results that you've normally been producing? When you follow simply and always inspired action, that one action will outweigh 10 other actions that you take in your old paradigm. And that's something that we work on with every one of our clients from like the most basic programs all the way up to the highest level programs. Because if you're going to invest your time investing in yourself, investing in building relationships or businesses or things like that, don't you want to know that the actions that you're actually taking are going to move that needle the most? So yeah, that's what I'd offer you. I don't know if you heard something else for you that you wanted to share with her. I'm actually just answering in the box over there, but I think, I think that that covers it for the most part. You know, like I, there's not like a right or wrong way to do anything, right? Elon and I spent many, many years in like the personal development space, understanding the mind, which I, I think is more of the masculine field. Um, and we got really, really good at doing, right? So it's like regardless of fear responses or stuff like that, where a lot of people get paralyzed and they stand there and analyze for a really long period of time. What do I do? How do I do it? How do I get people involved? We were just kind of like, that doesn't matter to us. Let's let's go, you know. Um, and I'm not saying that's the right way to do anything, but that muscle got a workout for like a decade, and that's what we got really good at. Um, what we were less proficient at was actually dropping into our body and feeling deeply whether the actions we were taking were in alignment with us or in alignment with the programs that we had been running since childhood, trying to resolve certain things about. Um, really safety issues, right? Like money and connection and all these different things. Really so much of it comes back to just feeling safe and well-being in our own system. And it, what we find is just most people don't feel safe. Mm. So they don't feel safe enough to take action. They don't feel safe enough to really have the relationship that they want or safe enough to self-express themselves. And it comes, and that safety also comes back to self-love. So for us, it was like actually a journey back into the body, uh, getting really clear on like the resonance response within our system, finding that inner alignment, and then having that inner guidance system to say, hey, is this is this action we're going to take right now in alignment with who we say that we are internally? Does that feel good for us? And that was just a ride. So, um, so Claire, you were like, how do I find inspiration in the I don't uh, I don't want to do tech stuff? So I guess look, I mean, there's there's a healthy balance between everything, right? Um, to be perfectly honest, like I, I'm. I was very good at marketing because we had studied psychology for a very long period of time. And it was a very natural expression when we got into marketing to be like, oh, cool. This is a lot like the things that we had learned. It just, you know, little things. But to be honest, for a few years, I was totally into finding like the latest hack and Facebook marketing and <laughs> making the right landing page and split testing everything. It, it did light me up now. I mean, you know, and for the last few years, is that the case? It's not at all. Does that mean I don't do any of it? No, right? Because there's there's certain responsibilities that I've taken on as an entrepreneur that I know that I'm good at. And over time, I we have found ways to relieve ourselves of, the, of certain responsibilities so that we can invest more and more of our time in the things that we love, which is like this, is like this kind of interaction. Um, and, and that's just taken time like anything else. I, I think if there is one thing I would offer pretty much everybody on here that we find across the board as something that you want to develop, it's two things, patience and grace. Because what, anytime we're going to investigate something new in our life, you, you suddenly become the stumbling child through the dark. You, you don't know what you're doing and you're, you're learning from scratch. So you're going to fall a lot to, to go from, I don't know what the hell I'm doing to I'm perfectly clear about everything that I'm doing and think that's going to happen in a moment of inspiration is, is, 
in a lot of ways, like illusionary type of thinking, there are certainly times where quantum leap type of wisdom occurs, but it's like pulling back on a rubber band or like riding on a roller coaster. You know, there's like that part where you're like, and then there's like the big drop, right? As you do that. So it's like, I find that growth is pretty incremental, incremental, incremental. And then it's like, boom, incremental, incremental. And then like, boom. And these are kind of quantum learning. Yeah. So look, there's a lot of stuff people do that they don't want to do. So, okay, maybe for you, instead of learning that stuff, it looks like calling in a partnership of somebody who loves to do that piece of the business and you step back into more of the feminine role, the creative role, and you kind of guide the ship more like that, right? But when we think I have to do all these things, that's difficult. What I would what I would offer at least at the very bare minimum is gain enough knowledge where you feel competent in knowing that the work that you're going to get back, whether it's from a partner or from somebody else is just the type of work that you want. Like imagine if you bring a car to a mechanic, right? Like most of us do, and you know nothing about the car. You don't know about timing belts and brake pads and rotors and axles. Like you don't know about these these pieces and you know oil and all, all the rest of it. And you bring it, and they're like, "Yeah, we're gonna need to uh, you know change all those things out." And you're like, uh, "Okay, I guess." But if you knew something about the car, you'd look under the hood and be like, "No, that's okay. I don't need this done. Just please do that," like because that's the most important thing. So at least to have that like general knowledge, even if it's not like the thing that you absolutely love. And what I would offer is like any anything that you're being moved towards, if you invest some time in there, that leads to the next thing. And then there's some other questions in here too that I think will, will work well with your question, Claire. So if you just hang out with that idea right there of just not needing to see the end all the time, knowing where you want to go, but then only moving one inch at a time and only concerning yourself with the next inch. Because honestly, the only thing you could feel into is the next inch. Yep. What feels good right now? I don't know what's going to feel good in a month from now, but I can tune into what feels good right now. I might think, okay, in a month from now, it'd be really nice if I, ba, ba, ba. but here we go with, with like, you know, we can get into a little bit of goal setting conversation here. When people goal set and they think to themselves, here's what I want to produce. If what they want to produce resonates in the body as overwhelm or anxiety or stress, Right. Like think about somebody who wants to lose a lot of weight, who's like 250 pounds and suddenly it's like, okay, well, I want to have six pack abs. That idea to that person is extremely stressful and creates a lot of overwhelm in their system. The issue with that is, is that the moment you have a goal that's creating stress in your system and overwhelm, your system falls back onto automated survival patterns in order to buffer your system from the stress. And this is really important because when you were a little kid and you experienced certain traumas like heartbreak and sadness and different things like this, you created something in that moment to survive that thing. And that thing became a survival strategy. But over time, that strategy, as it kept working or you kept working with it, became a pattern. And this is like when people say subconscious or patterns or automation or anything like that. This is what your system naturally falls back into, again, to just go into those patterns. But the problem with that is, is that those patterns just create more of what you already have. So, again, really the only thing that we can answer in the present moment is what, does, what feels good to me right now? Like today, what feels good about marketing? What would I want to do with that? What would feel good in my business? What would feel good in maybe pursuing a partnership? You know, what's that next piece I can walk into that won't cause all that stress and overwhelm in my system? Let me focus on that. Can I just add one other thing? Just like as this is a purely, this is not really a mindset. This is more like a purely kind of how to. I think once you get clarity on what it is that you want to create in life, right? So like for Guy and I, 
being of service and making a difference with, with people, that's everything. Everything you see us do, every video, every piece of content, every ad, like everything that we do is driven from that core place, making a difference with people. That's it. Being of service. Inside of that, right? I understand that for me to make a difference, if I truly am aligned with making a difference, there are things that I get to take on and do that maybe I'm not like, whoa, this is the greatest thing in the world. And if it actually helps me serve at a higher level, I can put it into that context where it lights me up because you know what? Learning how to create really good videos or how to speak properly or, uh, you know, create landing pages or ads or things like that. What does that align with getting our message out Mm -hmm. and making a difference with even more people? Yes. Then you know what? Then I do that with excitement. Yeah. When things are in your alignment, they just naturally come. Like, look, for a lot of people waking up at five in the morning, they're like, why the fuck do you wake up at five in the morning? You know why? Because it helps me serve as a better human being. I get to wake up on my own time. I get to meditate. I get to dive in and align to who I am. I get to sit for an hour and read. I get to like be a better dad and a better husband. Like these all really, really matter to me. So it stops being this thing that I have to do. And it becomes this thing that I get to do. Notice the energy about, I have to do something. It's like someone's holding a gun to your head and you have to do it. You don't have to do shit. (laughs) None of you have to do anything. You get to. And if you make that switch, Claire, I think there's going to be just a massive energy shift in in how you operate in that world. Yeah, I think that last part uh, is really important there, Claire, between the have to and get to. Because, again, it's like with with how you want to serve, with what you want to create is what you're doing now. Serving that purpose is really the guiding force of the alignment that you're looking for. Right. And anything that's not that, then it becomes really clear. Does that serve? Does it serve that? That's it. Check that out. And again, even if you take that step in that direction, you find, no, nah, that doesn't quite resonate with me. I don't like this. Don't do it. Period. You know, and, and having courage to live a life that's an effortless, it's funny. It takes courage to be effortless. To, <laughs> you know, to, to like live a life that's really guided by what feels good. Most people don't even let themselves play in that space. They live in the world of have tos, shoulds, coulds, you know, because of what they were socially taught or what their patterning was or what their family taught them or what you know, society taught them all these different things. And we get to break all those patterns and free ourselves and really see that we get to live a life that's effortless and joyful. And that we get to choose every single day, the actions consistent with that. Absolutely. Hi there, my friend. I just wanted to take a quick minute here in case some of you skip these intros on the shows and let you know about our amazing community that's changing people's lives all over the world. It's called The Collective. And if you're thinking, I don't know if this is worth my investment, I thought I'd share just what some of our members have been saying. Take a listen to these reviews. Something about being around you and Guy is magic. I grow more when I'm a part of your tribe. The conversations around love have changed me more than I'm sure I'm even aware of. I ask for answers and half the time, I don't even know what I'm asking for. And then always the perfect thing shows up. I've never felt so free. Another writes, growing stronger and more independent every day, full of self-belief, living in the now, and I am love. I do feel free because I've released what was, surrendered to what is, and I'm excited as to what will be. And lastly, 
One of the best decisions I've made in a long time was the one I made roughly two weeks ago to begin meditating and connecting with Elon and Guy Ferdman of Satori Prime in their collective. So if you like this podcast and this form of education, I am sure that you will absolutely love the collective. And the best part is we're offering a 14-day free trial for you to just come and check it out. You really have nothing to lose. Once the trial is done, check this out. Your investment is just $9 a month. I mean, that's less than one of those fancy cups of coffee or a glass of wine or beer. So if you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective right now and invest in yourself, or are you not worth the $9 investment? Look, you can lock this price in right now before we realize it's way too low and crazy and change our minds and bump it up. Again, head over to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and lock your price in at just $9 a month. We look forward to seeing you on our next collective training. Now on with the show. Yeah, pick whatever one you want to go to next. Yeah, I think uh, Carrie was next on my list. So let me just broadcast that. Carrie said, uh, how do you work out when to stand and fight opposed to when to let go? Great question. Mm, Great question. um, so specifically for her, it's when fighting my ex through the family court system after being financially and emotionally abused for 18 months, losing your daughter to parental alienation, do you fight to get her back or give her space on her own journey? Mm. Awesome. Wow. Powerful. And Carrie, I'm sorry that you're going through that right now. Yeah, yeah. Bro, do, you, do you, isn't it amazing that this always happens? Like we, I told you guys, we just got off a training call. These are the exact conversations we were having on that training call. Amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to let you know. I'll let you expand on it. Yeah. So someone asked, and and this is the way they worded it. um, And I think this would just really, really uh, give you all some context. So he was asking, what's the definition between accepting something and being resigned to something? So Carrie, when I hear your question, it's like, what's the difference between fighting and accepting? Right. So there's a, a very different energy behind the two. Okay. How many times have you guys fought something and it produced a phenomenal result for you? Just think of times in your life that you've been in fights, you've fought, you've, you've put in all this like fight energy. How has it turned out? And even if it turned out, okay, isn't it true that during the time that you were fighting, you were miserable? You were exhausted. You were upset. You were irritated. So like the path in the journey, regardless of the result, okay, the path in the journey was just filled with lack of health, lack of sleep, lack of enjoyment, lack of connection, lack of love, like all the things that human beings want most of, right? I would say peace, freedom, connection, love. I think that's the most... Safety Basic of every human being is like, that's why we want, that's what we want. I would assert that you guys are even here because you're looking to figure out how do I get more freedom in my life? How do I get more peace in my life? How do I connect to people more? How do I love myself and others more? So Gary, when you're in this place of fight, there's this resistance. Now, if you walk into any environment and you're ready for a fight, are you most likely going to get one? The energy behind I'm here to fight creates the fight because that energy, whether you know it or not, 
already has on the other side an equal and opposite force that's going to come back at you. This is without you saying a thing. Just the energy of how you're being creates that resistance. Okay? So that's the fight energy. Now let's talk about the allowing energy. A lot of people think that the only way that they can make things happen is by fighting that thing. Who is it? Uh, Mother Teresa said, like, she'll never show up to any rally where it was against something. Yeah, she won't go to, like, an anti-war rally. She'll go to a pro-peace rally. Yeah, exactly. So there's a totally different energy around accepting and allowing. And, and I want you to hear it differently than resigned. Resigned is this energy of, like, fuck, this is just the way it is. I, I can't do anything. There's a, a lot of victim in that resentment and anger towards like how things are the, all the energy behind just being resigned is negative. Okay. Accepting something the way that we would define it is seeing the divine perfection in that, which is occurring. Okay. I'll say it again, seeing the divine perfection in that, which is occurring, seeing the divine perfection in your ex-husband, seeing the divine perfection in the, in the experience as is. I just reread, uh, we're going to be launching this video in the not too distant future. There's a great book by Neil Donald Walsh for kids called the soul and the sun. And I'll just give you like a really quick little snippet of it. But basically if, if you're a soul and you're in the light, like in the light world and everyone's light, so you can't really experience anything other than light because everything is light. So you want to come into this physical world to experience something. So this little soul basically says, I want to experience forgiveness. Well, he said, God says, well, that's great, but you can't experience forgiveness here because there's nothing to forgive. Mm. How do I do it? Okay, I'm going to go into the physical world. And I'm going to go into the physical world. But the God's like, well, but still, there, you know, you need someone to play with you to forgive. So this other soul basically says, I'm going to turn myself into this really, really dark, heavy energy and do this horrible thing to you so that you can practice forgiving. And he's like, well, why would you do that for me? He's like, well, because I love you. And we've done this dance multiple times where sometimes you've gone and done this for me so that I can be forgiveness. And we've been the victim and the victim and, and the, you know, like the, the victimized. person victimized. Yeah. Uh, we've, we've been the, the left and the right, the up and the down, the, the hater and the lover. Like we've been all of it in this cosmic dance that we have. And that's what I mean by divine perfection, right? Is in these moments, dropping the resistance. And I know, guys, I know, Carrie, like, I get that the words that I'm transmitting to you right now, at best, you can maybe even slightly conceptually comprehend because you're in this situation and there's a lot of story and I get that. And I'm not condoning anything that your husband did or didn't do. Okay. People do cruel things to each other. However, the resistance and the fight will not, in my experience, produce the result that you're most wanting. Being in a state of looking for the perfection and the divine perfection of everything that's unfolding, doing the work on yourself and realizing like, as this process is happening, what is actually being triggered inside of me? What's the piece that I'm feeling? What is making me upset and me uncomfortable? And I promise you, it has nothing to do with this. This is just highlighting that aspect for you. 
whatever is being triggered inside of you right now is a very, very, very young conversation. I'm being screwed over. This oh, people always take what I love away. Everything in my life, you know, like whatever that young, young, young conversation is, that's what's being highlighted. And the more you do that internal work and heal that part, guys started saying this thing, which I really like. It's like you get to be the parent for yourself that you've always wanted. You get to be that parent for that little girl inside of you that's really, really hurting right now. And as you do that, here's what I've found. Most people look for an answer on a timeline that goes this way, meaning what do I have to do? Notice the question, the mind. What do I have to do to produce this result from A to B, right? Like what do I have to do to get here? But now you're still messing with the problem. What we're inviting you to start to explore is if you went internal and actually healed that part, the part that's unhealed is what's actually creating your reality as you see it right now. Mm-hmm. When the part uh, is, I'll, I'll explain why that happens after. Yeah. When the part is healed, that reality no longer needs to be there to serve as a highlighter for it because you've noticed it. You've healed it. That reality that you are now witnessing literally disappears. And so the way I look at it is instead of looking to solve problems this way, you could just be in this moment and jump to a different timeline almost. And in that timeline, this situation, Carrie, that you're talking about right now is already solved. There's already a different version of you having a different experience right now with her daughter and with her ex-husband that is very, very different than where you are right now. And the only way to access that timeline is to do the deep inner work in you, not try to figure out how to change his mind or her mind or the court's minds or anything else like that. And I can relay to you for the next hour an amazing amount of stories of how this has showed up in our client's life where they just show up and they're like, I don't understand. I've been working on this for years and we had one conversation And within a week, my children are completely different human beings to the point that their teachers are asking me what happened. (laughs) That's the that's the power of this kind of work that we're inviting you guys to play with. Yeah, good, bro. So, again, right. There's always there's always both sides of everything and how we can view things. And the, the truth is, it's kind of like a, a paradox, like everything is coexisting all the time. It's where does the witness choose to watch? Right. So uh, to me, it's like resignation is the conversation about why is this happening to me? Why is this taking this away from me or shrouding right? like covering something up? Acceptance is why is this happening for me? And what is this trying to reveal? Like, what's the opportunity here? Right. And the same situation, but it's like, what's, what's the witness witnessing and where is it witnessing from? Most of the world is, is resigned, is apathetic, right? It's thinking like everything is, keeps happening to me. I don't like this. Let me, let me get involved with it. Let me try to figure it out. Let me take some action out here in the world. And what we're really trying to do is we're trying to manipulate circumstances so that we can feel safe again in the system. But I would notice how that manipulation, that meddling doesn't ever lead to true safety. It's like a Band-Aid. It covers it up for a moment in time. And then the next stimulus comes, kind of rips off that Band-Aid. And there you are again in that wound, right? Trying to figure it out. And it's like this process that that repeats over and over again. By the way, just real quick, just to add to this, if this gives you like some sort of context on how to take it. So Carrie already put her finger on it. She said, 
the rejection. I think it's rejection that I'm being made to deal with. Totally, right? So I and, and I would trust that instinct more than I would trust anything that Elon and I say because it's right on. It's like you even said, it's like my husband's doing this. My daughter's like, I kind of need to let her go. Like there's re- this experience of rejection that seems to be happening. Now, if you trace that back to your childhood, you'll find that somewhere along the way, it's like your heart got broken, right? Because mom and dad or, or both rejected you in some way or whatever your caretakers were. And there was this experience of rejection. And then a strategy came to survive that, right? Something that you did. So if like, you know, for example, if you got bullied, right, your first strategy might be like, try to make friends with the bully. Okay, that doesn't work. The next one might be like, well, you know what, I will try to convince them that they don't need to hurt me anymore. Right? Okay, cool. That doesn't work. Next one might be like getting aggressive with the bully, right? Trying to punch him back in the face and see if that works. Right? And whatever might work for that particular situation, the, that'll be the survival strategy. Like, oh, that one works. Let me go do that one again, right? And you start repeating that cycle again until that becomes a, a, such a habitual pattern for the system. In fact, it's like the energetics in the body start moving differently when that happens. The fascia, muscular tissue, and bones, actually everything becomes like an armor. And now the energy can only move that way in the system. So again, physical and, and energy, the time you're like hearing about energy and you think it's kind of like a strange thing to talk about, because you're like, what does personal development have to do with energy? Well, everything, because everything in the physical universe has an energetic counterpart, right? Like this is um, exactly how it is. So um, I, I'm, I often like to say today that like if you look at Nikola Tesla, one of his most famous quotes, it says, do you want to understand the universe? He says, look at energy, vibration and frequency. And yet how many of us are actually trying to understand the universe through energy, vibration, and frequency? We're always trying to figure it out through physical manipulation, through physical, you know, changing our environment. Again, in order to make us feel safe. And the truth is is that feeling of safety is just something that gets to be developed in our system. But most of us at some point in time, our parents just didn't meet expectations, right? Whatever the expectation of the child was, your parents couldn't possibly meet those expectations. And that's where Elon kind of said this thing, because I believe today that the identity is the false adult that we had to bring online to basically like hide the child, right? Because we didn't like what the child was dealing with. So it's like, we hide it, we have this like false adult. And what Elon and I teach these days is, how do you actually learn to soothe the inner child, because you're still stuck in that trauma, right? Trauma is basically parts of you that are stuck in time. If you got if you were up in front of a classroom, and you said something, you know, silly, then everyone laughed, and you got embarrassed and you went like this and you got all flushed with red. Like if I put you in front of a room today, your body's going to shut down. You're going to get all flushed with red because that piece is going to come out and it's going to distort, distort reality. And you're going to start having the same energetic and physical experiences you had before. You're stuck in time. So what we want to train people on is how to bring through the true adult, the one that actually meets the child where it is. And takes care of the child in the way that you always want to be treated. Because that's what being a real adult is, is learning how to soothe your inner child. And most of the planet doesn't know how to do that now. So the mind is the thing that wants the results right now, right? This is the smartphone, download the app. It does the thing (laughs) right away. And the body is the one that's infinitely patient, has patience for eternities in life. It just, it has, it does things in its own time. Right. This is the difference between like getting a broken bone or a cut or being pregnant or anything else and trying to somehow interject with that experience. Like, you know what to do better. And the body's like, I got it. This is how long it takes to make a baby. This is how long it takes to sew up a cut. This is how long it takes to mend a bone. Right. Like 
it's it has a different timeline, a different amount of patience. So we want to start trusting the body and its patients that it knows what it's doing, that it has it's it's actually more connected to the greater intelligence of all things and how all things work. And as we tune more into the body, this is what happens is, is things actually resolve in the system, like things like rejection or, or, or things like that. So I want to give you a little bit of a diagram of how this comes about. And then Carrie, this will be really useful for you. So I just want you to pay attention as much as you possibly can. So there is the illusion of stimulus out here, okay, of people and circumstances and different things like this. And while there is things out there, so to speak, the way that we view things can only be through ourself. So it means like when you see a friend and is acting some way, the friend's not acting that way. That's some part of you that you're transposing on your friend and then you're dealing with that part. Generally speaking, the things that we don't like out here in the world is the things that we uh, least like and try to hide about ourselves. And then again, we try to resolve it out here in the world because if it would just resolve out here in the world, then we wouldn't have to look internally. We would feel safe about that thing. So I'm going to give you a really extreme example here. Um, but for example, like when they test, um, you know, what kind of people get most turned on by watching like, uh, like homosexuals, uh, have sex or things like that, guess who like biochemically gets most aroused by that. It, it tends to be like the, the, you know, the religious people who are completely anti-gay that are most aroused by that. So why is that, right? Because this is the part of themselves that socially or through religion or through their culture, they learn to deny this energetic aspect of themselves. They try to hide it. And then there's anger or some kind of shame in their system about it. So when they see it out here in the world, right, that anger and shame comes forward. They want to change those people. So they're not quite like that anymore because that's what they learn. And it's like, well, if all that would just stop, then that part inside their system would be like, Okay, now I can calm down, right? So not making them wrong or anything like that. This is just, it's a learned its a learned response. So we all do this. So when there's some kind of stimulus in our environment that agitates our system and there's some kind of overwhelm, then there's a part that activates. And this is what Elon and I train, how to get presence into the center meridian channel so you can actually feel how the system is responding to stimulus. Usually it's some kind of a collapse or a bracing or some kind of like a tightening in the system. And then the mind feels this, it senses this. So the mind now looks at that piece, right? It gets interested and it fixates on it and it starts distorting what's going on because it tells you a story that you're listening to. And they're like, this is what's going on right now. And that becomes a distortion. But when that piece starts, it's like, it takes a, like a pair of glasses and it puts it on your face. And now that's all you can see. So that you can map this onto your life. You know this. You wake up in the morning, you stub your toe or something happens and it disappoints you. And everything was going swimmingly fine, but suddenly you're like, oh, this is really disappointing me. Does that disappointment stay in that area of life? Or suddenly are you disappointed about your finances? You're disappointed about your relationship. You're disappointed about your health. You're disappointed about how your career is going. It's like suddenly it becomes about everything. Because again, that distortion becomes the way that you start viewing reality. People are driving too slow. You know, your boss is an idiot. Like it just, it just goes and goes and goes and goes. So what we train on is how to be with these parts and not trying to change them or manipulate them, but rather actually sit in presence with them so that the body can naturally metabolize the energy, move it through and finally resolve that piece. Cause that's what it's been trying to do over and over again. So the reflection of reality, Carrie, again, I know it's a long-winded way of saying it, but like I just wanted you to kind of get the whole world of it, is your, your, your former spouse and your daughter are these representations, like Elon said, these people, these like angels that have come down into this reality 
to portray this archetype, to bring forward this experience so that it can finally be resolved in the system. But when there's when it always is met with resistance and that patience is in there to let the body do what it needs to do and the experience does unfold the way that they will, it will resolve. And if this doesn't make exact perfect sense for you, like, you know, there's only so much we can give in an answer here without working with you directly. But that's the whole point is like, can you can you be in presence with what's happening inside your body to actually let that energy metabolize? And this will be the last thing I say and, and then we'll move on. But, you know. The body is just, it's a metabolic machine. It takes in energy and it moves it through. This is true for when we eat or true for anything else, right? We eat, we eat food to get energy. But when we put food into our mouth, we don't go like, I wonder what's going to happen with that steak down there. I hope the proteins go to where they need to go and the carbohydrates, right? Like we don't do any of that. We just trust that the body knows what it's doing. Now, if the body didn't metabolize that and you got constipated and that food didn't move through, that energy would stay in there stagnant and eventually it would be diseased, right? Disease. It would start causing stress in your system. Disease. So same thing with stimulus in our environment. Energy is coming into our system, creating an energetic impact. And our body is trying to metabolize the energy. But when the mind gets involved, it basically avoids it or, or pushes it back down, right? People say there's like push, push down your emotion, stuff like that. And when the mind gets involved, the energy can't move through because it's like you're actually holding on to it and that energy can't metabolize. And it's the same thing like energy from food when it can't metabolize. When, when it can't metabolize, it's creating dis-ease, like a lack of ease in your system, stress, overwhelm, et cetera. And then you start having all these uh, somatic issues, so to speak. So that's kind of where it's at. <laughs> so, so she writes, completely get it. Thanks both. Not crying at all. And that's, and here's the thing, right? You get to see that this is happening for you to teach you the thing that started when you were a child Yep. and how you've never, like every time that feelings come up, it's like, Oh my God, I'm scared. Right? Like that scared little girl comes online and you don't have to be brave. You can acknowledge that you're scared and honor that part. You can acknowledge the part that comes up and protects you from being scared and says, Hey, here's what we're going to do about that now. And you can honor that part and say, thank you. You've been working so hard on my behalf to try to create safety. I really, really appreciate that. And here's the thing. If you can feel that in your system, I won't get, I won't weird you out too much, but like, you know, if you could feel what's going on in your stomach and you can actually relax into it and let it just come up the way it needs to and trust that the body does know how to resolve this. I promise you, you will feel like a completely different human being tomorrow. Like almost immediately. That's why Elon said people work with us. And like week over week, they're like, I can't believe how much has shifted and how much their experience of reality shifts all because we actually teach them how to be present with what's happening in their system. That teaches them how to be present with reality itself and to actually let everything unfold in its own perfect divine way and see that it's really, truly not just in thought happening for them and that everything is an opportunity to resolve trauma from when you were a kid and become whole again. Yeah. And when people are whole, the most incredible things happen. And, and keep this in mind, right? Like we want the best relationships, right? With our kids, with our spouses, loved ones, et cetera, workers, et cetera. If you learn to have this much compassion and love for yourself, this is exactly how you learn to have that for other people. If you can't give it to self, you're fucking not giving it to anybody else. Yeah. Right. So it's like you want to have these incredible, juicy, connected relationships. 
if you were to do this work on yourself, then all the things that you've been bitching about, your your husband does or doesn't do, or your wife does or doesn't do, or your kids do and don't do, right? Like when you heal those aspects of self, your reality alters. The compassion that you get to have, the way that you start seeing people in your life alters, they start showing up differently. And instead of trying to live in a world where you change and fix people all the time, and how's that been working for you? You actually get to be in a world where people around you shift and alter without you doing a thing. Yeah. So I want to just, I want to highlight this, what you wrote here. I've always walked away from people that hurt or rejected me and not stood up for myself. So I'm wondering if the universe wants me to now stand up for myself, maybe not fight then, but stand up. So, so, so listen to this, Carrie. So if everybody's rejected you your whole life. Okay. So remember what I said that our, we distort reality and we start dealing with the parts that we don't want to look at within ourselves. Okay. So here, here's what I very plainly mean by that. Who's rejected you? Have you it re- have people rejected you, or have, have you rejected yourself? And you're unwilling to look at that piece, that part that's rejecting it, itself. You may want to look at how you turn anger on yourself. You may want to start looking at, am I rejecting myself? Because you're not going to resolve people rejecting you, right? The experience of seeing everyone rejecting you is an internal belief, right? That you have about the way that the world is, which always indicates that you're doing that to yourself. Otherwise you wouldn't have that view period. So it's just like what I said about that, the eroticism. I know, again, it's kind of like a example, but I just wanted to use it because there's case studies on stuff like this, that what, if you resolve that piece. So if you check in right now, like I reject myself and you say that notice where there's some kind of collapse in the system or some kind of bracing or some kind of pinching, I would check your stomach and I would check your heart. There's going to be some fear and there's going to be some sadness about this, right? And that piece, as it gets attention, that's like your little girl that's like, it's like been trying to get your attention since this moment, this traumatic moment happened. And it's like, please, mom, pay attention to me. And mom didn't pay attention. And then that piece gets rejected. So then that's the trauma right there. But mom is not going to resolve this, right? Nothing out here is going to prove it enough. You've been trying to get that proof your entire life. If I just get in the right relationship, they won't reject me. If I just get in the right job, they won't reject me. If I just make enough money, they won't reject me, right? It probably sounds familiar. So if you just look at that piece, that piece has just been wanting your attention and, and it wants to stop being rejected. And if you stop rejecting this piece and you can start being present with it, then this view of rejection will just be resolved as it resolves in your system. It'll just stop being the way that you look at things. And again, just to really like, guys, we all do this. Carrie, by the way, thank you so much for, for bringing this forward. I, I, awesome. I know that people, like Marguerite wrote, yes, hands down the best coaching and mentoring from you guys. Like people are obviously getting a ton from this. So I just want to honor you for, for doing this work on behalf of everyone. And to realize that if you were actually able to deal with this part, the part that got rejected, okay, then the rejections that keep happening in life will cease to happen because that part is healed. So the reality keeps showing up to highlight for you, oh, I'm being rejected again, right? Like, and it feels the same. It's like this old suit that you can just keep putting on and on like, oh, this feels so familiar. Here we go again. Mm -hmm. It proves your story over and over and over. And when we instead of trying to work and manipulate and fight and force all these things to happen, you literally just get to be with yourself. And then I promise you, as you do that work, everything around you 
will naturally shift. Sure. And we'll start highlighting different aspects of you, but not this aspect of you. Yeah. And, and, and Carrie, just like, you know, just check in right now, like here with us, check out that we're still here. Like let your system see that, that we haven't left you. Like you told us all that, this, like this thing, right? This, this thing that's happening in your life. And we're still here hanging out with you with love, with presence, like let your system actually see that. Just actually check in with Elon, like check in if you're safe, like look around your room right now and let yourself see that you're actually safe. There's actually safety present. There's support here, not only with the chair that you're sitting in, but support here with us. Just let your system see that. And then ping me and Elon, like we ping each other's systems all the time. You know, you walk into a room, whether you feel safe or not, ping our systems and, and let your system check in. Don't answer with your mind, just check. Do you feel safe here? And let your system, if, if it does, let your system get that little bit of medicine because your system has like been reaching out for connection. You guys get this? Like for, I don't know how old you are, but probably for decades, it's been like trying to reach out, trying to resolve this by just finding connection. And that's all it wants. It just needs to see some connection and love while you're here. So we're here and just check that out. Get, let your system get that little bit of medicine in there. Awesome. Whew. Probably Claire is also chiming in. Says none of us left you, Carrie. You've been very brave, and I really appreciated the insights from this coaching. And again, wow. uh, that really resonates with me big time. So let yourself get that too, like the difference that you're making for people, because this is a human experience. Yeah, so great. Melinda just wrote, "I've been working with Elon Guy now for a while, and things in my life are shifting quickly. I signed a contract for a new home yesterday. Congratulations, Ooh. love. Closer to my uh, granddaughter, my current home." is on the market and my current classes are giving me the tools and mentoring I need for my next phase of service. Amazing. I love you so much. Amazing. Sarah, we've got your back, Carrie. Amazing. Beautiful. But these are the kind of people that we attract. And I just love it. <laughs> You're welcome, Carrie. Yeah. So we'll uh, stop part one here. As you can see, really, really powerful in-depth stuff. And like I said before, this is just uh, the tip of the iceberg because obviously when we have you in a live situation where we can interact with you and hear a little bit more of the story in the background. It allows us to go that much deeper. But uh, I think you guys get a really good sense of the kind of work that we're doing with people and the kind of results that people are able to produce. So if you are, in fact, interested in taking your education with Satori Prime deeper, then I want to make you an offer here. If you head over to satoriprime.com forward slash masterclass, again, satoriprime.com forward slash masterclass, you can actually pick up, um, it's like a application slash questionnaire. It's a way for us to get to know a little bit more about you and what you're up to in life. Uh, we only charge $99 to fill this thing out. And that $99 can either be used as credit towards any of the programs that you choose to move forward with. Uh, and if you don't move forward, then you can ask for the $99 back. Um, what that $99 offers you is as follows. Uh, you fill out that application. I review personally each one of these applications. And upon my review, uh, I will reach back out to you and we'll actually set up a time to have a chat. So we'll get on the phone for about 30 minutes and I'll do a deep dive with you into your world, what you're about, where you're at, where you want to head and uh, give you a lot of insights as you kind of saw here. What we're able to do in 30 minutes is, is a lot of time to give you some life-changing uh, insights. And then at the end of it, you know, you can choose in or out whether this is a, a ride that you want to take or not. And uh, like I said, the $99 just will either be used as credit or can be refunded. So you really have nothing to lose. It's just a matter of you 
taking a stake and saying yes for your own life, right? Is this that moment in your life where you just done with having life look the way it is and you're ready for more. So if you really want to have it all life, then this is an absolutely amazing way to do it. So again, satoriprime.com forward slash masterclass. And I look forward to connecting with as many as you as possible. So till the next part, enjoy your week. And I look forward to hearing from you guys. Have an amazing day. Hey, hey, before you go, I just wanted to remind you to go lock in your $9 per month for life offer to join our collective. Like I said, you can even try it for free for the next 14 days. I promise if you like this podcast, you will absolutely love what we're sharing inside of the collective. Again, just head to satoriprime.com forward slash collective and you can lock that price in. These are the same tools that we share with our personal one-on-one clients and those guys pay us tens of thousands of dollars to work with us. You can have them for just $9 a month. Again, satoriprime.com forward slash the collective. And as always, we'd love to hear your honest reviews of our show. So if you head to iTunes and leave us a review right now, you could actually be next week's lucky winner. And lastly, if you do want to connect with Guy and I, head to Facebook right now, join our personal development without the fluff private group, ask for permission. There's a ton of amazing exclusive content there as well. And you get to communicate and interact with Guy and I on an ongoing basis. So as always, thank you for your trust, your loyalty, and your listening. We do not take it for granted. We really, really appreciate it. We love you and we'll see you next time.